Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. And welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. This week, I've got uh, Jessica and Milford along with me here, and we are going to, we're going to chat about, I think I say it every week, another fun topic, but <laughs> this one is, uh, this one's very interesting because... Uh, we came up with an idea to, to think about which not cast member related. So if, if you were able to be a cast member, which which jobs would you think would be the most fun to have to do on a daily basis? And which ones would you think would be not the funnest or the most miserable, as Jessica put it? Uh, <laughs> so so that. And the answers, it really, thinking about it, is it may not necessarily be ones you think, like, one of us would like to do. I guess we can do both sides of it. Like, which ones do you think are the most fun and, and the most miserable? And I guess which ones do we personally think would be most fun? for? Because everybody has their different idea of fun and what, yeah, you know, they think would be mundane and not. So I think... I think going both directions probably is it would be would be cool. Um, all right, so I, since I know she's prepared, I'm gonna Jessica's gonna go first. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Good with me. <laughs> so should I start with best or worst? Either one. Start? Either one. Okay, I'll start uh, with the best, I guess. Then, um, so the first one I thought of because I was in the park this past weekend was maybe the performer kind of roles as in like parades or shows or the bands that kind of walk around the park because I was watching uh, the pearly band in Fantasyland and they just look like they're having the best time and they kind of get to walk around and go from place to place. Um, the pearly band in Fantasyland goes on the carousel and plays on the carousel. Oh, which that's is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and then the pirate band in New Orleans Square sometimes performs in front of Pirates of the Caribbean. So I just think having that kind of a role where you still get to kind of see the excitement with um, guests, but not necessarily have to deal with kind of rude people or difficult people one on one would, <laughs> yeah, would be yeah. really fun. Right. Um, and then there's just something really cool about being in a parade, too. I feel like everyone gets so excited and I just think that would be a really fun job. Um, and then kind of similar vein. I also think being a photo pass photographer would be really fun because you can kind of take goofy pictures and you can see families that are all really excited and having this cool experience together. And some of the photo locations in the park are just so pretty that it's kind of a nice area to be in during the day. Um, so I think that that would be probably a rewarding job. Um, 
I also thought it would be fun to be a tour guide and probably not one of the plaid ones that deals with like one particular group because I think some of them can be kind of high maintenance. But I was thinking more, <laughs> of, more of the guided tours. Yes. I just think the people that sign up for those are really passionate about Disney and they're excited to learn more. And I just think it would be really fun to get to talk history and, and have co- those kind of conversations with people that are really enthusiastic and genuinely interested. Um, I did the walk and waltz footsteps tour last year and our tour guide clearly does this a million times a day, every day. And either she's a really good actress or she still gets very excited talking about some of the stuff because she just had this huge smile on her face. And she, when people would ask her a question about the stuff that we were passing, she always had some kind of anecdote or backstory. And it just seemed like she had a really fun time, um, sharing it with us. So I think if you're someone that's really passionate about, especially Disney history, it seems like those tours really focus on, that would be a job that I think would be pretty fun. Yeah, I, I don't think, because I did we did the Magic Kingdom tour, my wife and I, which is very similar to, to the Walk and Walt's footsteps last year as well, or the year uh-huh. before. And I, have to, I, I honestly don't think you can be any sort of an actress to do that, because number one, the wealth of stuff you have to learn before you're even allowed to... A, give a tour on your own, everything, because she explained the process to us afterwards, and it's pretty grueling, and you have to... Really? You have to try out, and there's, like, an audition, and they kind of want you to go off script. Like, you need to know the information, but they don't want you to just seem like you're reading and have memorized. You have to put, like, your personality behind it. So Mm -hmm. they don't just hire people who can memorize stuff, which is awesome. Yeah, because the girl we had was phenomenal. I mean, same thing. Like, if, if you had questions or... You know, even if you knew stuff that she was kind of saying, she just always had more information to give. And and the way that, you know, she gave it to us was just, it's, it's not just like pointing facts out everywhere. It's like, yeah. it's like anything else Disney does. It was like there was a story and there was a way that obviously the company wants these tours to be to be done and and the way they want to be presented. And just, yeah, they're just, I recommend it to anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. they're really not... For what you get, I don't. I think the price is very, very worth it. Yeah, and it was. I mean, I, I'm a person obviously that likes to learn a lot about the parks, and I still learn tons of new stuff on that tour. So I can't even imagine how much knowledge that our tour guide had that she didn't get to share. Even it right, must be extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's yeah? What's the stuff they didn't get the chance to tell us? <laughs> I know. Got to do it again. Ask different questions. <laughs> if they had a if they had a ten hour tour, I would do it. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, And then I was trying to think of um, attractions that I thought would be the most fun to be a cast member on. And the first one that came to mind was the Haunted Mansion. Yes. Just because (laughs) you get to kind of be in character and the the outfits are so famous. And I just think that one would be really fun because you can be kind of creepy and morbid. And the Tower of Terror was like that, too. You know, R.I.P. for Disneyland. But yeah. I don't know. Can you think of any other attractions that, because I was having a hard time with that one because I kept thinking of more weather related stuff like, oh, but it'd be so hot to be standing there. So it was hard for me to think of, of a lot of rides that I think would be fun to operate. I was trying to think along that lines too. And Haunted Mansion was the first one that came to mind too, because there is a certain way you have to be. Obviously you have to stay emotionless and stone face and yeah, you do get to creep people out and stuff that definitely you know, in that first room and, and, and the stretching room before you load, uh, load on the ride. 
uh, and even as you exit and stuff, I that's probably. I, I think that one would be a lot, a lot of fun to do. Because you can get away with some other stuff. And Tower Terror as well. I do remember when I did ride that one. Uh, the bellhop guys do kind of mess with you as you're getting on the elevator. They definitely stay in character and keep up the... Uh, I don't know if the scare factor is the word. Maybe the creepy factor, I guess it is. Or the, you know, Twilight Zone weird factor. Uh, it's hard, though, because I, I have written down, too, as far as for, like, not fun ones, I... Think pretty much any. Most of the other attractions where it's just load and unload cast members. I mean, there's not much. There's not much going on. Like, there's no script for them. They just make sure everybody's getting on and off safely. You know, they're all friendly and they yeah. wave, and they all f wave to you. But like, I'm trying to think of like even pirates. Like, they don't. Most of them don't chat with you or you know say anything. They're just getting people on and off and making sure everybody's sitting in the row. And nobody's tripping and falling. I mean. I don't know if a lot of that has to do now that, at least in Walt Disney World, a lot of cast members in those roles are college program kids. So they're, you know, only there for whatever their semester is, unless they choose to stay around or do it a second time. I don't know how many uh, full-time employees, full-time cast members are in those roles, unless you see, like, you know, middle-aged people or, or senior citizens, retired folks that go for those roles. So... They may have a little more fun with it if it's something they've been doing for years. As for me, I think I'm with you, Jessica, with the live performers. I mean, being... I mean, I can't really call myself a musician. I don't play actively anywhere, but I, have, I do play the drums. And so for me, an awesome role to have would be in any one of those bands. Uh, we don't have as many in Walt Disney World, but Epcot has what's called the Jaminers, which is three guys who come out and drum on garbage cans and all sorts of other non-traditional percussion instruments. And during the festivals, such as Food and Wine and Flower and Garden, now they have different setups and they have a little shtick they do pertaining to each festival. And those are always awesome. Uh, my wife makes fun of me because after their sets that I go, I like to watch multiple of them, I will go and shake all their hands and talk to them and and stuff like that. So, <laughs> uh, or even in the main street, that's cool. In even in the main street band, uh, no, that that plays out on Main Street and in different parts of the park. That would be awesome to to play in like a real marching band because I did do that in middle school. Uh, did play in the marching band and and march in some local parades here, which which was a lot of fun, and I did enjoy that. So that would be a, I I think the live performer stuff I would be. Maybe not the speaking roles, because I don't have a great memory for stuff like that. So I couldn't be like citizens of Hollywood or, or you know, the the uh, comedy performers. But that would be a lot of fun, but it wouldn't be something that I don't think I'd be able to do. Uh, you know, and even, you know, I, I joked about it for years. And even, you know, now with my family about, you know, what, when we all retire, we want to go all work at Disney World. Um you know, my uncle has always said, he's like, oh, even if I'm a, just a janitor, it doesn't matter. At least I'm there. And I used to think the same thing. It didn't matter to me either. But now some of the, the janitorial crew have just as much fun as everybody else. Because at least in Disney World, they, they come out early in the morning and stuff. And they do these water designs with their brush and make characters' faces and stuff on Main Street. Oh, those are amazing. Those are pretty flipping cool. I mean, that's, yeah. you know... So, you know, I don't, I mean, I, I think that could be fun. I mean, it's not the, 
obviously it's not the most glamorous job picking up garbage and emptying garbage cans, but hey, somebody's got to do it, you know, and, and it's all how you approach it like anything else, I guess. You could certainly talk to guests and they have to be just as knowledgeable too in case somebody has to ask them a question, I would imagine. You know, they need to know where to point you if you're, you know, out there lost <laughs> trying to get some yeah yeah i talked to one of the the janitorial staff in Fantasyland, and uh she had this little card in her pocket that had the show times for the day and right. uh like a map with the nearest bathroom or something so they definitely are trained at least to kind of help you with the basics which is kind of amazing yeah absolutely and this is probably an unpopular opinion but i would think i would think being a jungle cruise skipper I think would be both fun and both miserable at the same time because I don't know how long their shifts are like, you know, I, I don't know if they put in eight hour shifts or just if, or if they're shorter shifts and then they get a break in between, but having to say that over and over and over again, every 12 minutes or whatever it is, I think either you're going to go bat crap crazy or and I know they do let them ad lib a little bit and kind of I think there's a few rotating jokes they can they can do with the script but man I, I mean I laugh every time and I know all the jokes because I just it's so damn corny but I love I just I love it and I like that campy Disney humor it's you know part of the reason why I keep going back and you know I you know I'm the dope on the boat that laughs at all the stuff and I just I just don't understand how you have a boat full of people and like nobody laughs. Like, okay, yes, they, they they're they're bad on purpose. Like the jokes are bad on purpose. It's it's written that way. Give these poor people a break. I guess it can go either direction with that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Because on the surface, it seems oh, it's kind of funny because you can be goofy, but I mean that would get old really fast. <laughs> yeah, it would get old really really fast. That that's what I would think about. Yeah, you know, like I said before, like most of the load and unload stuff on the attractions is there's not much to it. It's just you're, you know, you're in your costume and you're and you're just doing, you know, your your mundane task of of getting people on and off. I think it's more the, maybe the the show people uh, that that have a little more a little more fun. I mean, even even the food service people. I mean, it's I mean you're working, but. For the most part, they're friendly. You know, if it's backed up, you know, I've most people ask where you're from, where you're visiting from. You know, while they're waiting to either hand you your tray of food at the quick service places and stuff like that. If if people have are from my home state and I see a city that's close to me or a city I know, I'm like, hey, I'm from so and so. I'm from here. You know, what school did you go to and and stuff like that. So I, I don't mind. I'll strike up a conversation with anybody, especially down there. So. <laughs> I guess that could be fun for some of those for the college kids to, uh, yeah. you know, to be interacted with people and not just, especially in those kind of roles, the you know, food service and and stuff like that, and they're in the and the clerks at the stores. But I, you know, I don't know. I don't know that I would. Uh, I mean, being being a character has got to be fun. Well, it's good and bad because I've I've heard from. 
uh, I had a friend that was in the college program and she wasn't a princess, but her roommate was. Okay. And she said a lot of the um, dads are super creepy with the princesses and they think it's really oh, funny. Oh, I can imagine. And you can't say anything. So right, she right, said, right. you know, when you see these little kids just freak out when they see you, it's the best thing ever. But then if there's one <laughs> creepy guy, it can affect your whole day, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I never thought. But of I agree because that, that was my first thought was, oh my god, I want to be a princess. Like, are you kidding me? That'd be so cool. But <laughs> I guess every role has good and bad, though. I don't know that I could be a face character. Not that there's many male face characters besides the princes, but there's no way in hell I'd ever be a prince. Uh, <laughs> they're rarely in Disneyland. The princes, they're hard to find. They're not in Disney World except for in the parade. They're they're never out for meet and greets unless there's part of a character dining experience. Yeah, they're not. You never see them either. It's pretty much Gaston and Aladdin and Peter Pan. Yeah, same here. But other than that, I can't really think. And the Mad Hatter once in a while and Bert and Mary Poppins are on Main Street. But like the like Prince Philip or, or Prince Charming, they're never no. out ever. Nope, only in the parades. Yeah, you know, I think I think being like a, a, a costume character would be a lot of fun. Because number one, you don't have to talk to anybody. And you can... You can... I mean, I don't know. They have to make fun of people in those in, behind it. I mean, they have to. My thought was, do you think they instinctively smile when someone takes a picture, even though they can't see your face just out of habit? I think they either instinctively smile or they're like sticking their tongue out or making like, you know, stupid faces in there. <laughs> because there's got, I mean, because along with that, too, there's some there's some guests that are annoying. I mean, we've all been oh, yeah. in line behind the annoying family and the annoying children who just have no boundaries. So they have to be, you know, to get through the day <laughs> without either having a <laughs> flask in there or wanting to punch somebody. They must be, <laughs> they must be mother effing or, or, <laughs> or making fun <laughs> of them or they have to, I, I know I would. Yeah, I would. I'd too. have to do it. I mean, I can't lie. I mean, I'd be making fun of people. You know, their outfit, their what they're wearing. You know, haircut, <laughs> haircuts. You know, yeah, the grown men, the creeper guys. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to do it all. Yeah, I'd love to hear the stories. You know, when those when they go back for their breaks. You know, the, the princesses go back and they're like, you know, watch out for this one in this line, and you know this mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm sure it happens more than it than it should with with people, but. Well, and uh, when you meet the princesses in Disneyland, there's this area called the Fantasy Fair. And it's kind of nice because you wait in one line and then you meet like four or five princesses in one shot. You go down a line, like a receiving line almost. Oh, nice. Um, And sometimes, (laughs) yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, And sometimes the princess will escort the little kid to the next princess. Oh, cool. So I wonder if they have some kind of code word or signal like heads up. Oh, I'm sure. The pain, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, Or look out for the dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there is. Okay, I have some negative ones, but Milford, did we miss any positive ones before I start getting into the oh, negative? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I've always wanted to go down and be the uh, engineer on the Walt Disney World Railroad. I was going to say, Milford wants to wants to conduct a train. <laughs> That's my retirement job. Don't anybody take it. <laughs> you can have it, my friend. I'm heading there down a... after I retire, and that's what I'm going to do. No, there's guys on there that are that are 75 years old. That's so, so cool. Is there a pretty a... difficult kind of application process for that? Do you know? I have no idea. All I know is they want people with railroad background. So, I mean, I at least have some experience because the Transportation Museum I work with here. So, 
I've got some experience with uh, locomotives and things like that <laughs> that are a lot larger than the ones they have there. So Nice. And then, you know, I always thought it'd be cool to be one of those guys. I think you mentioned it about the band in Disneyland, the band in Disney World, because those guys just look like they're having a ball all the oh, time. Oh, they have a ton of fun. You know, the they, they show harmonic, up. Yeah, they show up and they'll just play in the middle of the street here and there, or or they'll come up and they play for the flag retreat yep. every night at five o'clock, where they usually give a veteran the flag that they take down. It, mm-hmm. It's I think that would be a cool thing. And they're always in the parades. Yes, usually, yeah. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they lead them off and stuff. Yeah, no, those guys are a lot of fun. And then, you know, the only other the other job I really wouldn't mind is a Disney Vacation Club ASA. <laughs> my, my buddy Kyle's going to get a kick out of this because I mentioned it. He's an ASA with Disney Vacation Club because those guys get to meet so many people that come into the park. And, again... They're one of those guys that know so much about Disney because they talk to everybody in the park, you know. And they're people trying to up, they're trying to sell it. Literally sell it to sell. you, yeah. <laughs> and they've got people coming up asking them, Hey, where's the bathroom? Hey, where's the nearest stand for Coke? Or where's the nearest place to get a hamburger? You know, all those things. And and you know, they have to know where all those things are. And they're in a different park every day. Or or a different sort every day. Is that the guy I met with you in the yeah. studios? Yeah, Kyle Orth. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, hopefully I'm not getting him in trouble by mentioning his name. <laughs> nobody, no, from, those guys, nobody from those Disney's guys, listening to this, don't worry. You know, those guys are probably <laughs> one level right over the top of the janitors and the amount of knowledge that they need to have because wow, I mean, the janitors always, you can stop and ask a janitor where something's at and they yeah. will tell you. Yeah, they have to. I mean, they're behind the scenes all the time doing stuff. You know, I know the Utilidors are nothing to, you know, great. You know, no. You know, once you've been down there once, you know, like when you go down there for the tour, like, wow, these are really cool. Cause, but other than that, it's pretty much just, you know, the inner workings of this of, of a city more or less. So it's not like mm-hmm. it's, it's not like this grand decorated, you know, cool place. It's, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so, but. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Like the DVC guys, that would be cool. You know, maybe like a, I don't know. I mean, the front desk clerks are are kind of on the way out with all this online check-in. You know, they don't really have to. Not that they don't do a lot, but they're not as as much of a necessity as they used to be anymore. Which sucks. I like going. I even with the online check-in, I still enjoy going to the front desk and checking in and giving my credit card there and getting the map and having them show me where the room is, even if it's at a resort that I have been to a million times and I know exactly where I'm going. I don't know. I just like, I like to take that stuff home as a keepsake anyway. And that's my, and I like to say hi to the people and, and have a conversation with them. So even if I do the online check-in, I always go to the front desk and just to make sure everything's okay. The pin code works and, and anything. And like I said, and to get the map and, and the resort swag, which is is pretty much not much anymore. I mean, they used to give you like a nice packet of everything under the sun, but they don't do that anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Or even like uh, staying on with the resorts, the the people who do the I can't think the people who do like the activities and stuff in the resorts for like with the kids and with the families, like 
roasting marshmallows on all the fire pits that, that a lot of the resorts have here. And I know in Animal Kingdom, they have the... In Animal Kingdom Lodge, they do the bead collections where every day if you go, they have different beads that represent different animals and you make um, kind of like a piece of jewelry with it, either a necklace or a bracelet or, or uh, a long keychain type thing. You know, those activities are pretty cool. Or even at Epcot, they have all the, the Kidcot stations where there's a representative from each country uh, sitting there and... They can write the children's names, or even your names, too. I mean, it's geared toward kids, but they're not going to turn down adults. They'll write your name in whatever language that, in the country that you're in, they have... I don't even know what's there now to color. It used to be Duffy, and then it was Perry for a little while, while they were having that Phineas and Ferb thing. And now, and then it went back to Duffy, but now that Duffy's not in the park anymore, I honestly don't know what the little character on a stick is anymore. It might still be Duffy, just because they have a million of those things. Uh, and so it's just a little fun thing. You get to answer questions about where you live and just interact with people. I think the people interaction thing would be my favorite thing to do, like Milford had said, just because you get to share your knowledge with people and, and just, you know, help people out to have a greater experience. Changing my answer. That's my answer now. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, no, not at all. You know, as, as fun as it would be to, to to pilot a monorail, I think that would get fairly boring after a while as well. Yeah. Especially since you can't have anybody in there to chat with every once in a while. Oh, really? Even though the right... No, ever since that, that accident where that where the pilot was, uh, was killed in 2000... Well, that's going to change pretty soon because they're not even going to have guys in the pilot seats here pretty soon. Yeah, they're go. They're. I know they've been testing a pilotless system, but I don't know. That's gonna suck because a buddy of mine just made pilot last year, or so. <laughs> oh. Who knows? Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I've and I've heard that they've been doing that, but I don't know how far along. I mean, with those trains, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I would, you know, wait till they got new ones. But who knows? But I think that that would get kind of, uh, I mean, you're literally just going around in circles. Maybe the Epcot line, because it's a little different, and I'd get to see Epcot all the time. So that one I would be happy with. But like the resort loop or the express loop, it's just you're just going in circles. You know, I, I think they rotate out fairly frequently, the, the pilots, but I'm not sure. You know, I don't know. Even to work on the platform would probably be cool, at least because, you know, you can people ask questions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, the only other thing I can think of that would be a lot, that's probably a lot of fun would to be a bartender probably at, at one of the more popular bars like you know, Trader Sam's for example, just because they have a lot of fun but even some of the, the lounges around the resorts it's a fairly popular thing to do, people like to go and hang out in some of the lounges in some of the resorts and stuff for signature drinks and snacks and things like that, so It'd be fun. It's always fun to people watch anyway, but you throw alcohol in the mix and <laughs> it's a whole yep. uh, it's a whole other level of people watching. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I don't know, you guys got anything else? Yeah, I've got some uh really bad ones that I think would be terrible. Okay. Um, so the first one I thought of was 
the Radiator Springs Racers cast member, kind of for what you were talking about before, of it's just loading and offloading people, but that's also a line that's super, super hot. And I've seen it every time. I always do single rider because it's faster than fast pass and it's easier than fast pass for that ride. But every single time I go on it, there are people that get in the single rider line and then have a fit when their party has to get split up. So they start arguing with the people at the front. When I was there this weekend, someone was arguing. Their kid was clearly under the 40-inch line, and she was saying, but they let him on earlier. And it just seems like people get really irritated after waiting in that long line, and they're just really rude. So I think any huge attraction that's just chaotic. I'm sure, uh, what's the one in Pandora? Something Passage? Oh, Flight of Passage. I bet they're kind of dealing with the same stuff, right? Just really grumpy people that have waited in a long line. And... Probably. I don't believe they have a single... Oh, they, mu- they must have a single rider line, but... Yeah, it, it... not to go off topic, but it just blows my mind. I mean, I don't understand what people think single rider line means. I know. I mean, I'm, I know. I'm pretty sure they have signs that explain it, that your party will not be together. You can, oh, everywhere. You can, and you they can, tell you. You can enter the line together, but you're not getting on the attraction at the same time. Once in a while, you may get lucky, but if you're showing up with six people, all six of you aren't getting on. Maybe two of you may get lucky and be in the same vehicle, but nine times out of ten, or, you know, more than that, it's not happening. It's definitely not happening. Yeah, I, I could see where that... Yeah, I, that, that room... As far as for a miserable one, I would say the the race, the Grand Prix Raceway here, because mm-hmm. same thing, none of it's undercover as far as for where the cast members are standing, and it's it's hot because you're standing over asphalt and you got the, the fumes from all the cars, and same thing, people yeah. that are people that are clueless or trying to get their you know two kids into the car, and then who can't reach the pedal and this, that, and the other thing. So yeah, that that's probably pretty crappy <laughs> to be on all day. Yeah, and I don't remember if Disney World has this, but the other attraction that I think would be really hard is we have the Davy Crockett Explorer canoes, which are real canoes, and they seat like twenty people, and you yeah. canoe around the Tom Sawyer Island, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of work. Obviously, it's really hard because basically the cast members are pedaling the whole thing because people barely participate, but. <laughs> It's really hot, and everyone in the boat was complaining that they were tired, and it was so hard. I'm thinking, what did you think you were doing? You're getting into a canoe. (laughs) So one of the people, the boat before us, when they were offloading, one of the cast members said, uh, don't come back, and he was laughing, but I really don't think he was joking because he looked so done. (laughs) Does Disney World have canoes? We used to. Uh, It's been... uh, They were gone... They were gone before I started going. Yeah, they were gone in maybe the early '90s, if not sooner. Yeah, they did have those. They were, and they were called the same thing. And you got them from Tom Sawyer Island, and they went around Tom Sawyer Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm trying to think. Oh, and another one uh, that I think would be tough is uh, parade or show traffic control. The oh, people that yes. stand there with the lights. They get no Ugh. respect. No, they, they and people no kind of people blow past them, ignore mm-hmm. what they're saying. That would be terrible. Yeah, that's that's uh, got to be hard to they bite your tongue on that. I know, and people are just people so are pushy so around parades rude. too. I know, so aggressive that I feel yep. like the energy just me. Ugh, yeah. be really hard. I agree. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. That's probably pretty awful. 
And I never would have thought of this one, but on my way out of the park yesterday, the balloon vendor was standing there and someone, when a girl was doing that picture where they're holding all the balloons and she's trying to pose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that person just looked so over it. They were doing a transaction with somebody else while she's taking the picture. Yeah, yeah, looked, yeah. That must be so annoying to have a hundred times a day someone wants to just hold all of your balloons. Can I hold all the balloons? <laughs> it's a hard Take enough a job. <laughs> I know. Having to wrangle those things all day long. Yeah, so I think that kind of those kind of jobs where you have you're just trying to do something basic to make everybody's experience better, and people just kind of walk all over you would just yeah. be awful. Yeah, you're right. Yep, yep, yep. Another fun one, transportation wise, I think would be at least Walt Disney World. I don't think Disneyland has any waterways, <laughs> but uh, would be to, to either like either the, some of the smaller boats that get you from the resorts to the to the Magic Kingdom or to Epcot as well. Like, uh, there's one that goes from the Polynesian and the Wilderness Lodge and probably the Grand Floridian as well. Uh, and they're not like the huge ferry boat, but they're, they're, I don't know what class of boat they are, but that, that would be kind of fun. I mean, it is back and forth, but you're on the water, which I like, and you know, you're in the sun. So it's warm, but you get the cool breeze and the spray of the water, depending on the boat that it is. And, the giant ferry boat would probably be fun too, but I don't know how the hell those guys park those things <laughs> and land them in there without totally destroying the dock. But I can't like anything else. I guess you're trained. Being a bus driver used to be fun when everything wasn't automated as far as what they talked about. And if you got a good bus driver, and people would go both ways on it. Some people didn't want to hear anything. They just wanted to get on the bus to be driven, especially at the end of the day. They don't want to hear facts and stuff about the parks. I always loved it. I loved it as a kid. And every once in a while now, if you get an elder bus driver who's been with the company for a long time, sometimes they'll still, you know, give you some facts or rattle off some trivia questions and stuff like that. I love that stuff. I know a lot of people don't because they just want to get on the bus and get where they're going and they don't want to talk to anybody. But that's kind of not really what the experience is supposed to be. You know what I mean? I don't know. You want that, go to Six Flags if you don't want any, any interaction. I can't think of any other ones. How about you guys? Anything else? Anybody, any other position? It might be, I don't know, but it might be fun to be the captain of the Mark Twain riverboat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be kind of like the monorail, though, where it gets really boring really fast, but it's at least, you know, a nice view, and, and they let one party per ride go up and ride with the captain. Oh, nice. So it might be kind of fun to talk to different people and... Yeah. Just be kind of nice, I think. Change of pace. Mm-hmm. You think about it, there is a ton of different cast members and a lot of stuff going on in Disney World, but as far as, like, just general job-wise, there's not really that much different... I can't... differ differentiation. I'm making up words. Between, you know, ride operators or ride operators. doesn't matter what the ride is. Like, the, the people that are unloading you on and loading you on Peter Pan are basically doing the same thing on Dumbo or a roller coaster or Carousel of Progress or any of those. They're doing the same thing just in a different costume in a different uh, attraction. It seems like the show people are, are the ones that have the greatest uh, variables, I guess, depending on the crowd that they have and where which part of the park they're performing in. If I had, if I, if I had to, you know, think about it, the street performers, the bands, and and all that. 
All right. Uh, I think before we wrap up, I, I, uh, if you were following along, uh, our dear just our dear Duchess was at Disneyland this weekend. So how was it? Do anything you hadn't done in a while, or notice anything, anything, anything yes. different? Yes, I went because there. This is the first weekend of the Food and Wine Festival in California Adventure. And I got really lucky because it rained on and off Saturday, which terrifies Californians. So it got <laughs> nice and empty in the park, which was great for me. The Food and Wine Festival was fun. Um, they had a, just a lot of different food carts and they turned part of um, Paradise Park into a beer garden with the long tables and everything. And oh, cool. um, they had some really good stuff. Like I had a, a garlic mac and cheese and, and my friend had this brie toast with almonds and like they had a lot of cool little things. It was uh, the only thing I'd say in terms of a criticism of it, though, was they were tiny food carts and they clearly couldn't handle the the crowds because the lines were just crazy. So they need more carts or larger carts to, to service more people. But it is kind of cool because it definitely draws a lot of attention into California Adventure. And there's just this extra energy that you can kind of feel. And they have live cooking demonstrations. And there was just a lot of different stuff to check out. Cool. And I just, I liked having the option to try new food because, you know, there are a lot of restaurants in California Venture, but it's kind of the same thing every time. So it's fun to try the new and exciting stuff. And I got to see Black Panther. Black Panther's in Hollywoodland now. Not the movie, I mean the actual, you know, the king. He comes in <laughs> and he rides down the street in a, an armored car with his his soldiers and then they they do this cool thing where he kind of like stares at the crowd and they drive around and then he gets out and he goes into his meet and greet area and then you can line up to meet him but it was kind of cool to see him go through because lately it's just been Captain America doing meet and greets so okay. I liked I liked seeing a new superhero kind of roaming around Yeah, definitely. So, it was pretty exciting. I I don't think Marvel characters can be in Disney World, right? Isn't that what you were telling me? So he can't do meet and greets with you guys? Yeah, none of the... I think Guardians of the Galaxy would be the only ones that they could have. Which I guess they do have now. Mm -hmm. I think Star-Lord and... How are the Star-Lords in Disney World? Because the ones in Disneyland are terrible. I haven't... I've only seen, <laughs> pit, I've only seen pictures and he looks terrible. It's they look like, terrible. It's like the worst hair in the world. And it seems like they got like... I don't know. From what I hear and what I've seen people have posted, it's like it's not even like the same personality of like Star-Lord from the movies. Like, I don't get it. No. <laughs> but the hair is just awful on all of them. It's like a – it looks like Kristoff hair. It's like just terrible. It's like yeah. a mop. Yeah, so I don't understand I, I don't understand that. End of it. But I personally have not gone to any of the meet, or, meet and greets. Or yeah, even, I, don't I, I honestly don't even know where they are in, in Walt Disney World. I mean, I would assume soon it's going to be Epcot once that attraction opens up, but I don't honestly know where they meet. Oh, and the other thing I saw in Disneyland that I forgot was a thing is on Saturday nights in the Fantasy Fair, they have uh, swing dancing. They have a band play and they make a huge dance floor. Oh, cool. And it was really cool. So if anybody is going to Disneyland and you'll be there on a Saturday night, go to the Fantasy Fair because it looked like so much fun. I'd be down for that. I remember the fantasy yeah. fair. I remember the fantasy fair in uh, in the Magic Kingdom when it was there, and they used to put on a little character show called the Fantasy Follies. 
and it was kind of like a Broadway style, uh, not Broadway, like a sing and dance type show with the characters and performers. And it must have been my favorite thing in the world growing up because 70% of the pictures that my parents have from trips when me and my brother were a kid are of that show. That's cool. <laughs> so we must, it must have been something we saw. And it was outdoors, you know, the little tables and chairs. And it was, I'm trying to think of where it was in present compared to present day. It's definitely, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Where is it? It's Well, it's gone, but it's definitely where all the new stuff is. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, as you come around the corner, it had to be just after, like, where Pinocchio Village House is now. So after you go past that, that's when you go into the new section and you head up to where, like, Enchanted Tales with Belle is. And then there's Gaston's Tavern and Prince Eric's Castle. I think it was... I mean, that wasn't pushed that far back yet. I think it was, like, in that main area. Might be where the stroller parking is. I don't know. I'd have to look at an old map of Magic Kingdom, but it was it was over there, near the near where the carousel is somewhere. Because then I forget, like, Dumbo was over there, too. I forget they moved that whole thing to where it is in Storybook Circus, so I'm, I can't... It hasn't even been that long, and I can't, for the life of me, picture, like, where all that stuff was originally. <laughs> so where was um, the Magic Kingdom's Toontown? Because I went once as a little kid, and I have a vague memory of being in Minnie's house. Yep. But that's definitely not there, right? It's, it's where the train station that lets you off in Storybook Circus now, where like the Dumbo Spinner is and the Casey Jr. little play area train, it was right there. Okay. okay. So yeah. when you went past the teacups, and you... If you bear to the right, you can head towards into Tomorrowland. If you bear to the left, there was like a little walkway, and it was set back a little bit. And then the Barnstormer is in the exact same place. So right right near the Barnstormer was Donald's Boat, a little playground area for kids. On the left side of the street was you had Pete's Garage, which was basically the store. And they had like gas pumps outside. Then you had Mickey's house and Minnie's house. And that's where you mm-hmm. went to meet Minnie and Mickey. They weren't over on Main Street where they are now. And then you could walk through walk through their houses and it was interactive. And then the little train station, which is I think they might have moved it a little bit or built it up, but that's that's where it was. That's where Mickey's Toontown, Birthday Land, Starland, <laughs> many <laughs> names. That's where it, and it was very, very small. That that's all there was there. Cool. Good. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, it was it was short, but it was really fun. And that's the good thing about uh, Disneyland is you can, if you know if you've been there before, you can get through it in two days. Right. Yeah. Hit hit the. If you know you, what to look for. Yeah. Right. Hit the stuff you want to hit and mm-hmm. everything else. Now, so now is the is most of the construction done on Main Street or the are the wall like is the trolley track done and stuff? Have some of the walls come down? Yeah, the the walls came down at the hub, so that looks way better. And it okay, came good. down in Town Square, but it's still down the middle. Oh, it is still down the middle. Okay. But they said um, next month it'll be done. So. Okay. Yeah, um, I saw the pictures of some of it that's done. It looks pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, the brickwork looks awesome. It's really nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, and then in California, oh, and in uh, Fantasyland, they're redesigning. Dumbo, the ride Dumbo is not changing, but they're redesigning the waiting area because it kind of jutted out into the walkway um, and it was not shaded. So it was brutally hot during the summer. So they're kind of redesigning it to have more space and to have coverage and and that kind of stuff. So there is a big wall around the back of Fantasyland right now. 
So that's kind of ugly. But other than that, there's not really any major construction that's impacting much of Disneyland. Splash Mountain is closed for refurb. It, it always closes this time of year, but there are yeah. rumors this time that they're going to extend it to double seating instead of single seating. But oh, nobody, wow. nobody, just because it's so long and oh, they're, yeah, replace, yeah. they're replacing the track. Oh, they the are. People are. People are wondering if that's why, but nobody knows. I got to imagine they'd have to widen the whole thing out. I mean, I don't know how how big the cars are that are there now. I know they're single file, but. Oh, they're tiny. I mean, they're so, really narrow. So that's kind of big. If they're going to get something in there for two people to sit side by side, they got to widen out the whole channel. Yeah, I mean, frankly, I'm really skeptical, and I feel like that's impossible for them to do because yeah. there's so many twists and turns that are really narrow. But right. that's just, you know, that's what yeah, I'm hearing yeah, yeah. in that's the rumor mill. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> do with that what you will. <laughs> exactly. Speculate away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. Yeah. I think with that, we're going to wrap this episode up. And we hope you enjoyed it, and we thank you for listening. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Spectral Magic!